My name is John Chafee. I was trained as a pastor and this is one of the ways in which I try to do something good with that education. This is Begin Again. So if you are looking for a nuanced or interesting take on the Jesus tradition and all of its wisdom and all of its perplexity and mystery, then you found the right place. I sincerely hope that this helps you to rethink some things, to maybe grow in your own way for health and holiness, for your benefit and for the benefit of those around you. So again, welcome to Begin Again. I'm stretching. Yep. How about how about that for a start? Welcome. So my name is John, but you already know that. And uh, I I thought I would try something in this episode. I thought I might do, you know, kind of swing for the fences in one sense and try to talk about things that all of us experience. And so this one is called. Uh, bouncers and bellhops, which that's a good title. I think that's a pretty good one. It definitely has a good uh, alliteration in it, but I I don't know if this is going to work. I'm going to try to talk about something quite universal, but uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. Before that, I just have a few things to say. I'm uh, I just finished my teaching semester, and so I'm looking forward to the next season, the late spring and early summer. And I thought I might take a moment and just say, if you haven't signed up for an, the email list that I send out, um, I send out a weekly email every Friday. And in that, there's tons of things that you can stay up to date with. So for instance, uh, if you sign up, you'll get uh, a PDF of a top 10 Another PDF that's an ultimate curated list of figures from church history, uh, YouTube videos to check out, Amazon book lists, yeah, that I've curated, um, in addition to podcasts to listen to, bands to listen to. It's a PDF of all the best of the best as much as I could. So if you sign up for the email list, you'll get all of that just right off the bat. But also, in there... In that weekly email, you'll be able to be kept up to date because of two things that are really cool. One, uh, I've already started doing this weekly Monday morning email where I take a quote from a different mystic and then reflect on it. Now, you may not know who some of these uh, mystics are from the Christian tradition. Sometimes these are wild figures that people overlook because they don't know what to do with them. In reality, I think that they are so wise that they end up feeling wild. And uh, you can sign up for that if you go there. But also, uh, I was talking with a few of you, and some of you had said that you really wanted to have a class on stages of faith and how people grow through stages of faith. Well, it's almost done, and I thought it might be interesting just to give you a heads up. And on top of that, I also have this idea for doing a summer cohort where we talk through this this thing that I'm going to call Bloom. And I, I hope we can launch it. I hope we can make something really interesting of it. But 
Anyways, if you sign up for the email list, you'll be kept up to date on all of that. And of course, just go to my website and then scroll down. You'll see where you can sign up. Okay. But enough of that. That's just stuff over there. But let's do this. Let's talk about bouncers and bellhops. Okay. So here we go. Imagine, just imagine a mansion, a gigantic, gorgeous mansion. All right. And this mansion is you. This mansion is marvelous. It's absolutely exquisite from the outside. It's impressive and it's got so much going on. It's a gorgeous mansion. Yet you walk into it and you open up the front door and you go into this amazing vestibule or this very first entrance room and just, my goodness, this place is beautiful. And you get the opportunity to walk around in the mansion and you start to see there's other doors to other rooms. And you see a room to the side and you go over to the door and you open it and it expands, you open up and in there's a whole other room. It's like completely decked in different types of furniture, but it's also beautiful. And then you find another door and you open up that and you explore maybe three or four. Okay. But then at a certain point, you come to some other doors in which one door has got a bellhop at it and they're dressed up real nice and they kindly open up the door for you and they, they usher you into this new room. You're like, whoa, this is a completely other experience. And then you go through that and then of course you come to another door, to another room in this mansion, but instead of a bellhop, it's got a bouncer. It's got someone standing in front of the door with their arms crossed, maybe they're wearing sunglasses, but they won't let you through the doorway. And so let's talk about this experience. This mansion that is you, that has some rooms that you can go into at freedom, with freedom, some doors that have bellhops that help carry you through or usher you through or lead you through into other rooms. And then there's other rooms that have bouncers that just block off. And so there's whole sections of this mansion that you can walk freely in, others that you kind of need a guide through, and then whole segments of the mansion that you're not even able to go into. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Let's talk about bellhops and let's talk about bouncers because that might help us. Okay. Bellhops, they hold the doors open. If you've ever been to a fancy hotel or motel or even a mansion, have you ever had that experience of someone standing there and they're not necessarily watching guard, but they're actually there to be an assist, right? They're there to help not to do anything else. And so they'll kindly open up the door for you and make a way for you, or maybe they'll carry your bags for you and make the, the entrance into the hotel a little bit easier because they'll carry your bags for you. That's nice. But the thing is, bellhops will stand there right by the door and they'll just wait. They won't rush you. 
they won't try to plead with you to try to go through their door, but instead they'll just stand there content in waiting for you to be like, hey, I want to I wanna go in over here. And then they'll oblige and they'll open up the door for you and help you carry your bags through. But they're also non-judgmental. You know, a good bellhop would be fired from their job if they discriminated who could go in and out of their doorway, right? They're just there to help. And so they're faithful to the task that they're called to. But what about bouncers? Okay. Well, bouncers, they stand there. And yeah, they're content to just stand there. But they will not open the door for you. They will not carry your bags from one place to the next and help you to go through that transition, right? And so bouncers are kind of, they're kind of like bellhops, but they're very different in their function. Bellhops are there to help you move from one room to the next. Bouncers do not do that. Bouncers will keep you out of a club, keep you out of a particular mansion, right? Maybe keep you out of particular rooms in a very fancy house. And so their job is actually to be faithful to screening who can go in through this door. Maybe no one can. Maybe only a few can. But that's part of the thing. Now, why, why all this? What's going on here? Okay. Well, here's the thought. <laughs> I was having a Zoom meeting with some very fine people a couple weeks ago. And we were talking about... Uh, churchianity and we were talking about faith and we were talking about life and how some of us were kind of told that this is a beautiful mansion but there's only three rooms and then you find out wait a second there's other rooms here or or my goodness there's whole other hallways are you kidding me with a dozen doorways a dozen extra rooms what's going on there and so as some of us have grown up, we came across realizing, oh, this mansion is way, way larger than we thought. And that's, that's kind of what sparked this off. So those of you that were part of that Zoom meeting, thank you for the inspiration. I've been thinking about it nonstop since then. But I'm not going to even uh, apologize I really like Interior Castle by Teresa Vavila. I'm going to read a quote from it, okay? She's a Spanish mystic, uh, a Christian during the time of, uh, roughly around the time of the Reformation. She thought that the Catholic Church of the day needed to be updated, and she used this metaphor that there's a castle within each of us, and it starts with this. This is one of the quotes. Many souls hang around the outer courtyard where the guards are. They are not interested in getting inside the castle. They have no idea what lies within this precious place or who lives there or how many rooms there are. And so she has this whole analogy that each of us have an interior world, an interior castle, and some people don't even enter into it. 
they're not even within the castle or the mansion. Instead, they stand outside of themselves, almost as though they don't even know the riches that are within themselves. But then, uh, her writing, her piece, it keeps going into how there's an infinite number of rooms, and this mansion is absolutely beautiful. And as you grow, you start to explore more rooms and more this and more that. And so it's really kind of profound because I would like to use this metaphor in two ways. One, about your interior life, and two, about this thing that we call uh, a life of faith. That a lot of us uh, have parts of our own inside, our own psyche, heart, mind, soul, you know, that we're very comfortable with certain rooms. But there are other rooms within us that we have not yet explored. And so there might be parts of us that, you know what, I'm really comfortable in this room. This is the living room. It's where I live most of my life. Or I'm very comfortable in this room over here, but I, I don't need to explore more than the three rooms I already have explored, right? And so some of us are content doing that. And if we're being honest, it's okay. They're still in the mansion. They're still within that. They've entered into themselves even just for a bit, and that's great. At least they're within. But then if we translate it over to this thing called the, the life of faith, there might be some of us who maybe have only explored three rooms and for some reason or another have not really explored all the other rooms in the mansion. I mean, let's say an mansion could have 200 rooms, 16 bathrooms, you know, 40 bedrooms, I don't know. And so mansions are fascinating, but what's going on there that some of us are so um, afraid, so, well, we can't say content to only know a few rooms. It's okay, you know a few rooms, but what's going on there? So to help us with the next part, I just wrote down a whole bunch of questions. And so let's ask this and let's see if this helps the metaphor to go even further. Are there other rooms? <laughs> Absolutely. There's plenty of other rooms within you. There's plenty of places that you have not been to or explored within yourself. And so it's, it would be kind of funny to have access to a mansion and yet only know the entrance room or the living room and not anywhere else. There could be trap doors. There could be <laughs> uh, secret hallways, passageways. What if there's a hole in the ceiling that leads up into something else? You know, what if, I don't know. Now the metaphor is going a little far. But yes, absolutely. There's other rooms. Next up, why wasn't I told about some of these other rooms? Well, it's possible that there might be some other rooms that maybe people didn't want you to explore. Maybe for them, they've never explored those rooms, and so they can't imagine why you would ever want to explore those rooms. Perhaps they find those rooms to be terrifying or intimidating or dark or um, not comfortable. And so they would actually just avoid ever mentioning those rooms to you 
Because why would you ever want to? You know? Maybe some people don't want you to go into those rooms because they want you to stay in these first rooms, but not the second rooms or third rooms, you know? Why are there um, bellhops and door and bouncers? Well, I think it's completely fair to say that there are some rooms within each of us that we may not have the courage to go into. But if we happen to come across someone who's like a bellhop, who will open the door for us and turn on the lights inside that room and usher us through and help us to carry our luggage from one room to the next, that person is actually quite helpful. And if we're gonna use another word, we could say that person's actually a mentor. Good mentors help us to transition from one room to the next within ourselves and certainly within the life of faith. And there's plenty of really good bellhops in the world, but you do have to be careful to find them. And I think it's it may be fair to say that one bellhop may only be able to open one door or two doors for you. But don't expect the bellhop to be able to open every single door in the mansion for you. Yeah. There might be some things that you have to have the courage to open up the door for yourself and walk through alone. There could be this sense of, well, what's going on? This bellhop just helped me get through six or seven doors and they can't help me get through the next. And then you could get very angry at that bellhop, at that old mentor. But no, that mentor was there just to help you get into those rooms. But maybe now it's time to find the next bellhop who can open up the next set of doors for you to explore more of this mansion you know but what about these bouncers well it's entirely possible like i said that there are some people that might guard you or uh, let's let's not quite use a guard still sounds positive that might prohibit you from exploring certain parts about yourself maybe they have a a a vicious reason for it. Maybe they have a manipulative reason for it. Maybe they just don't even know what they're doing. And they don't even realize that they're holding you back from certain doorways. Uh, but bouncers are fascinating because they're the opposite of good mentors. And what's the opposite of a mentor? Boom, a dementor. <laughs> Harry Potter reference right there, yeah? So I think it's really important um, that each of us have to find bellhops that can help us explore the mansion that is us that is this thing called the life of faith and some bellhops are in our life for a while and some are not and then there's others that maybe are bouncers and they actually close off a whole side of the mansion to us and that's wrong so maybe it's time to go up to some of these uh bouncers and either say you're fired or you just walk around them and you go explore that room anyways. Because I think, uh, at least certainly within the life of faith, um, it feels as though there are some people that feel like they are doing you a service by being a bouncer. There are some people that may think that the loving thing for them to do for you is to keep certain doors closed. 
that maybe they think they're protecting you from hurt or pain or or falling into uh what's the word uh heresy <laughs> you know when you don't quite fit into the same floor plan as someone else they might have an agenda to keep you in their floor plan you know so bouncers and bellhops are important to recognize because sometimes we might think someone's a bellhop when they're actually a bouncer and maybe some of those bouncers are actually bellhops for us and i don't know maybe there's nobody at those doors and we just have to have the courage to walk through them for ourselves i hope we're not stretching this metaphor too much but i, I kind of enjoy it so far um why are there less and less doormen Ooh, as you explore the mansion that is you or as you start to explore this thing called faith you might find that there are some rooms in the mansion that are very heavily trafficked. Lots of people like this room and that room and that room. But as you explore out to the fringes of the mansion, you're still in the mansion, but there might be rooms that less and less people go to, which means there might be less and less bellhops out in those further rooms able and willing and uh ready to help you you know explore so it might be important to recognize that at a certain point uh, having mentors might be less and less of a reality and instead maybe it means you have to have some level of courage for yourself to go and explore on your own and that's okay and maybe that means that as you explore the new rooms that no one else has explored, you then can become a bellhop for other people. Ooh, and then you become a mentor for others, helping them to transition from one room that they know to the next room that they don't. Uh, why are there why are there very intimidating bouncers? Well, again, maybe some of them are scared, you know. How many rooms are there in this mansion of the self and in the mansion of the life of faith? There's infinite. There's an infinite number. Go ahead. You can explore for the rest of your life. You can also stay in the, in the first same two or three rooms, and that's fine. Here's the thing, though. Let's say you're an adventurous person. Let's say that you are someone that loves to push the boundaries. Let's say that you're someone that is, um, I don't know. Yeah, courageous, but maybe, uh, I don't know, you just have a need to push. You know, it's all good. I think it's fair to say that some people may choose to stay walking in and out and through some of the same old rooms that they've lived in their whole life. And if they choose to do that, that's their right. You know, just because you own a gigantic mansion doesn't mean you have to use all of the rooms equally. And that's okay. But the thing is, for you, do you want to always explore the rooms within yourself you already know? Are you sure that you always want to only explore the rooms in the life of faith that you already know? And if you choose that that's fine for you, then great. That's, that's your personal right. But there's also permission to go and explore 
a little more. Okay. Oh, here's a good question. Can some not see the other doors? I never thought about that. Possibly. It's possible that you might um, have explored certain rooms in the mansion. And you say to someone else, yeah, you go inside and then you make a right and then you make a left and another right and another left and then a right and then boom, that's that room. Well, for some people, maybe they follow those directions and they get there and they don't even see the doorway. Maybe it means that they're not ready for that door. Maybe it means that spirit, you know, if you want to say uh, this compact but very complex word, uh, God, maybe God doesn't want them to see that room yet. And so you can still give them the directions about how to get there, but maybe it's going to take for them to uh, gain a different kind of eyes to be able to see that other door that they haven't explored yet. And in some sense, then they'll take it at faith that you do know there's a room there. Okay. Ooh, is it possible to open doors for yourself? Absolutely. You can do it. It's hard, but you can do it for yourself. And if you do, maybe know that you are doing something that few people have done. And I think this is why in American culture in the West, we are so starving for good mentors, for good, uh, at least the first century Jewish mindset, good rabbis who can say, ah, I've traversed these, these hallways. I know my way around here. Let me show you, right? We are so, so um, desirous of people that have already walked the path that we walk, that we wish to walk ourselves. And I think this is why um, we really do a disservice in some sense because of Apple and because of technology. We tend to say that the newest is the best, not realizing that maybe something that stood the test of time is even better. Some people might be out there and love new age spirituality. Cool, I guess. There might be some truth in there. There could be some wisdom in there. I can't say how spirit might be working in other systems or frameworks, but why not go with something that already has stood the test of time? You know, just a thought, just a thought. Oh, next up. Is it possible to be your own bouncer? Absolutely. If you can be your own bellhop and open up doors for yourself, then you can certainly be a bouncer for yourself. Are there rooms within yourself or are there rooms in the life of faith that you purposefully close the door on yourself for? Are there rooms that you've chosen to lock up and say, I will not go in that room. I will not investigate or I will not go back into that room again. That's okay. And I mean, that's your right and your choice, but I think it's rather um, self-limiting to lock off parts of your own life from yourself, to lock off parts of faith from you. And really, the analogy still works. There's a beautiful mansion there to explore. And I don't know, who are you really hurting? 
or maybe that's not the right word, are, are, is your life diminished by not having the courage to explore or go into some of these other rooms or go into some of these other rooms? Yeah. So I thought along the way, one thing would be really cool would just be to reference this thing called the Johari window. So when you have a chance, Google this, Johari, J-O-H-A-R-I. And it's just four boxes, and I'll explain it real quick. There are things that you know you know about yourself. There are things you don't know you know about yourself. There are things you know that you don't know about yourself, but then the fourth box is most interesting. There are things about yourself that you don't know that you don't know about. Again, look at the Johari window. You'll see what I mean. And it's possible that some of these rooms are rooms that you know things about yourself and you know them overtly. But then there could be other rooms that you don't even know about that, <laughs> again, you don't know what you don't know about yourself. And so what I like about this metaphor, what I like about this is every single one of us go through some sort of experience like this of starting to explore our own interior life with all of its rage and fury and joy and disappointment and sadness and laughter and uh, hilarity and humility, you know, all of these things, all the self-condemnation and also with all the self-compassion um, that's possible. So many of us uh, have no idea that all these rooms exist within us. And so some of us really do stand outside of ourselves our entire, our entire lives. And that's why, for me, religion and spirituality and all these things are so profound for me. Because they are actually about, in some sense, learning how to dive into the depths of these universal experiences. To explore this infinite... Uh, cosmos within us. I like that word a lot. Uh, early on in Interior Castle, Teresa Vavila says that since the soul is made in the image of God and God is infinitely beautiful, then that means the soul is infinitely beautiful. And so how tragic that some people always stand outside of themselves and they never explore their own interior beauty that's made in the image and likeness of God. Mm. Mm. And so, man, this whole idea of each of us being a mansion, and certainly about this whole idea about this life of faith, I think it's fair to say um, there's a lot to explore. And some of us have been either living a rather limited life that's either been self-imposed or imposed by others. And I think it's completely legitimate to say, you know what? I've lived in these rooms for long enough and it's time for me to start to explore some of these other parts of the mansion. And just recognize that there might be some people that 
perhaps won't want you to explore. There are some other people that might say, no, 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 you don't go through that door because that door means you're leaving the mansion. It's like, no, it actually means you're just going deeper into the heart of the mansion. And so I think, uh, how can we wrap this up? It may be that that life happens not just to us, but for us. And that life happens for us, for our own growth and development, for our own blossoming. And it may be possible that if you want to have an expansive, beautiful interior life, it almost demands that you say, I'm going to start exploring these other rooms, these other topics. Oh, what's this? This is a hallway of shame. Okay, I'm going to explore that and find out it's not as dark as I thought. Well, what's this? A whole hallway of joy? What about this one over here? This is a gigantic second living room called Grace. What about this over here? Oh, that's that room where we learn to uh, have dinner parties. <laughs> you know, I mean, you could give a function to every room in a mansion. What is the bathroom of your soul? <laughs> That's so funny. What is the uh, TV room? What is the kitchen? What is it? What is it when you have a guest room and you let someone else's life start to live within your life? Oh, what does it look like that if you're a part of a Christian mansion, yet you allow a Buddhist to, to have a room in your mansion? You know, what does it look like to... Put an addition on the mansion. Oh, geez, now the metaphor is literally, I guess, figuratively expanding. What does it look like to maybe need to do a renovation on a part of the mansion? My gosh, what if there are other floors? You know, perhaps we're pushing the metaphor too far. But let's finish with this. All of us have got an impressive and beautiful mansion that we each it's really our own responsibility and our own joy to explore to own to actually appreciate for ourselves and it may be possible that each of us have bellhops in the life of faith but we can't we can't uh expect too much of them and it might be possible that some of us have bouncers as well in the life of faith and sometimes we can be our own bouncer but I hope for you and for me that each of us can have the courage and maybe there's some special key. Maybe it's love. Maybe it's grace. Maybe it's faith. Maybe it's awareness. Maybe it's all of these things. What is the key? And I hope that you have the key and I hope I already have the key as well uh, that gives us the access to explore all the parts of the mansion. So may you, uh, the listener, find the key so that you can unlock every room within yourself, so that you can explore every nook and cranny and chamber of the life of faith so that you can explore, so that you can own, and so that you can appreciate all of the infinite, majestic beauty that is the interior castle 
that is your own heart, mind, soul. Oh, it's all good. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. I thought this one might be a stretch and maybe the metaphor went too far, but I hope it was good. So may grace and peace be with you.